Welcome back, you no-good bastards, to the Pod Deep Podcast. Be very quiet. Kick back. Listen up. Subscribe, comment, and like. Pod Deep Podcast. Pod Deep. Welcome back to the podcast, Pod D, baby. Here we go, episode 24. Like, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend, all platforms. Here we go. You got the, the five horsemen, myself, Hughes, Hot Rod, Jay, Sid, and let's go. We're going to kick this off with Sid, deep thought, of, deep thought of the week. Let's go. All right, boys. Now, you have to pick one of these. You have no choice but to pick one of these. All of them get you five years in prison, but you got to pick one. Would you rob a bank? 80% chance you'll get caught. Would you rob a church during Sunday service? And there's a 50% chance you'll get caught. Or would you rob a children's charity? And there's a 5% chance that you get caught. You got to pick one. This one pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Rob the Salvation Army, right? Fuck them kids. <laughs> I agree with you, Rob. It ain't even a thought. <laughs> so <laughs> across the board, uh, I'm I'm robbing the bank. I'm robbing the bank. What well, else? Right. We gotta have one good guy in the group, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm robbing the bank. I don't want what I don't get, Hughes. You're already doing a crime, no matter what. You need to do the crime that's going to be the best chance of succeeding. So I can lock the doors and try to not physically take some money, but wire some money. You know what I'm saying to account. You know, with the with the daycare, I don't know really how much they got in there. I don't want to, you know. Say, well, you didn't tell us the dollar amounts of each facility, you know. So if I ride the daycare and they only got a hundred dollars in there, there's a five percent chance I get caught, but everybody know my face. It ain't a daycare; it's a children's charity. Okay, so you stealing from the kids. Somebody donated a gang of money to this charity, and you about to clip it. Yeah, so here I ain't I ain't tell y'all my answer. I wouldn't I wouldn't rob a bank. Eighty percent chance I'm gonna get caught. Don't want that. I can't rob from the kids. Man, I ain't gonna do that. I can't take from the kids. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Sunday service. I'm gonna try to hit that lick. And get out of there. Everybody, everybody with their head down praying. You coming up with with the strap? 
What's, what's your what's your pick, Jay? What you got? Uh, rob the ch- uh, children's charity. You know the five percent chance. Yeah, they'll get those donations back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's, they got insurance. <laughs> All right, fellas. All right, let's go to the next one. <laughs> All right, this one. You, you. Uh, which pill are you taking? A, a time traveling pill that will relive the same life uh, experiences that you did in the past, or would you do B, take this pill, go back in time, and make changes in your past? I'm coming with you, uh, Jared, with this one. Another easy one. Take the pill where you can make changes in your past. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to go back and do the same thing over. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, all of us probably have. I know all of us do have regrets. I'm not even going to say possible, probably. So, yeah, make the changes. What What about you, Ant? I keep it the same. I know if I go and take a pill and make a small change somewhere, it may, can affect everything. May not have your kid, may not be married. I like the way... I like my life the way it is now. We living. We are all successful. I'm going to keep that pill the same. If you change something, one of us may not be there. That's a, that's a fact. That's a fact. What about you, Seth? Uh, I, I'll redo. I think I'll take the pill. I'll redo. Hopefully, I have – hopefully, it lives a, this life has showed me some things that I could do differently. And I know there are some things that I could do differently. Um Hopefully, I can be more successful if I redo it. So I would, I would, I would redo it. So you'd be willing to take that chance and risk everything that that's going on right now and take that chance. So I'm under the, I was under the assumption that the question meant that you knew how life was going right now. You can go in, you could take a pill, or you t- you could alter what you what you've become, or some of the things you've done. That's kind of how I read the question. That's correct. What about you, Rodney? Yeah, I'll take the pill and change, make changes in your past. I mean, certain. I mean, as long as you ain't changing the person you meet, you know. No, but I'm gonna put it to you like this: you may change, you may go back, become more successful quicker, but you may not be ready to handle it, and you may end up going down a darker path, being a worse person. That's, but that's, do you have any knowledge of your current life? Why you, why you you go back and you make this change? Now, are you going you going back in the past, whatever? Do are you going to have uh, knowledge of your previous life? Because if you don't have any knowledge of your previous life, then who gives a fuck? Yeah, I would think you would have knowledge of your previous life because you're taking the pill, so you know. Right now, you're taking the pill, so you know what life is now. And you take that pill and you go back to your younger self, at whatever age you want to go to, and you start changing things. Different people may come into your life, and it could mess it up. By the same token, it could could go the other way. You know, you make it meet your wife faster. You make it have your kids sooner. You make it have two kids, two twins, you know. It goes both ways. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing B. I don't think I want to relive uh, what I went through again. 
I'm doing B and I'm I'm trying my best to to have a better attitude, you know what I'm saying, about it. But yeah, I'm I'm doing I'm doing B. You know, I'm trying to get more involved in extracurricular activities, be more focused as a student or something, something of that nature, do more investments uh at a younger age or something of, of that nature. Um but I'm still gonna mess with who I was messing with, you know, step by step. I mean, if we got knowledge of our previous life, then shit, there's only really one change to make, you know, like fucking, you know, get 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 on Google or Apple or something. Hey, but here, here here's a here's another tricky thing. And shit, you ain't gotta do shit else. Could you redo could you could you redo that? Could you relive like, you know, like um the bad part of your life? Could you could you have fun and through the bad part, whatever moment of time that was in your life, could you relive that part? Whether that was a a, a bad relationship, uh, something you witnessed, you know what I'm saying, a school event, you know, a church event that you was at, could you relive that? Well, why would you if you can change it? Maybe skip, maybe skip out or something, you know. Yeah. You know. I know, that's interesting because you know our pet our what we went through makes us the kind of people that we are. That's a fact. So, you know, while some of the stuff been terrible that I've been through, some of them, you know, I don't know if I would change because it kind of gave me perspective of who I am now. Mm-hmm. Helped me live a life that I can live now. Um, but it was a lot, you're right, but there's a lot of hurtful things that went on. That's um, what I was saying. Like, you gotta go through that. And if you go back and change and take away some of that stuff, do you be, are you the same person you are today? Yeah, that's that's a fact. That's that's part of I guess the grass is green on the other side of type of type of theory. You know, you do you do take you do roll the dice. You know, going back and trying to you know change that. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But but from well for me my perspective, I'm not changing what someone else did or a, a scenario that happened to me. I'm changing my actions, my actions. So like, for instance, you know, there was a cat that grew up across the street from me and, you know what I'm saying? He was slow, you know what I'm saying? And if we were just me and him around, we were playing and, you know, you know, doing whatever. But when others came around, you know what I'm saying? Then they, then that's when they would start clowning him. So, me, you know, I'm weak, so I'm like, well, I join in with them. You know what I'm saying? Five minutes before they showed up, I was playing with them. But right. now when they show up, you know what I'm saying, I'm falling in with the crowd, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm clowning them. So just simple, like little things like that would be some of the things that I would change. It wouldn't necessarily be a bad relationship or I wish I'd never met this person. So, you know, it would just be more so for me, it would be my, my actions toward others. Like for me, yeah, yeah. For me, Rodney, Rodney, you just potted deep. (laughs) You just went deep on the pot. Pot, you just potted deep. That was a good one. Okay, I usually do that once, once every episode. That's a good one. But but Rodney, with the same, at the same token, ain't did that make you the person now you're aware that ain't that make you the same. Ain't you able to tell you tell that lesson to your grandson or tell that lesson to your son because it made you the person that you are? Right. That's what but I said. Couldn't I get, but couldn't I couldn't I have got to that conclusion earlier? Mm-mm. 
I think you got to live it. To, to no, pull it to I, mean, resume, I think you yeah, got to go through that. But just as simple as I could, I could have, I could have stood up and told those dudes like, "Hey, hey, chill the fuck out, man. Y'all ain't got a clown. You know, that's my partner right there. That's my friend. You know what I'm saying? I could have stood it. I could have been that change right there. I could have been that voice of change for them. Yeah, I get that. I see. I I, I understand how that that can affect you. Looking at those moments like that. The only thing that I would go back in time to do if I had the choice was to warn or bring back Wayne and, and Ducky. You know, some kind of way to get them back. But what if it was their time? No matter what what if what if it was just their time to go? I mean I know it was their time. I know how much it, they, I know how much they meant. That's, that's, that's what I would I would go back to get them. But what if you do that and they still end up dying? Because you it was could, their time. You yeah, you couldn't prevent. That's the stereotype I was willing to take. Mm -hmm. Okay. I did. I did. Okay. All right. That was a good one. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Okay. This is a super, super power as a kid that you always wanted. And let's use that as an adult. I'll go first. So as a kid, I always wanted this uh, ability to, like, teleport. But as an adult, what I would do with that, Instead of like taking like the train or, or taking like the, the airplane, my vacation, I would just teleport to where I want to go. I wouldn't have no more anxiety being in the airport. No, no shit like that. I just pack my bags, hold my hand, teleport to where I wanted to go. I'm coming with you, Jay, since you're smiling. What's the superpower <laughs> you wanted as a kid? I want to run fast so I can run real fast and grab that slow kid Rodney was over there bullying <laughs> and bring him over to our neighborhood and then run his ass back when they left. <laughs> so you want to be the flash? <laughs> yeah, run fast. <laughs> I can run in the bank and steal some money or rob that charity. Yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> what about you, said? You know, man, that's crazy. I, I don't know what I've I wanted to fly as a as a kid. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that's gonna be as an adult, but you know what I'm saying? That's what I want. I want to fly. I want to be like Superman. I want to fly. But thinking about that, one one thing I would like to have as an adult is like Professor X be a mind reader. I would like to know what people are thinking. Mm. I think that's one of the coolest things you can, you know, understand a human mind, understand what people are thinking. So yeah, it's just something Huh? Get into their head and manipulate them. Not even, yeah, not yeah, sort of. But even just not even manipulate for me. Just kind of know what, know what somebody is thinking, man. What all time? So I know that's what different. About you, Ryan? <clears throat> um, uh, I don't really think I had had uh, any visions of being a superhero when I was a kid. <laughs> or having a superpower, but <laughs> if I had to choose one, I think it I think it would be flying. Like I'm I'm like just like birds and shit like that. Just looking at a bird fly, that shit like fascinated me. Like, how the fuck can they fly? You know, they wings is paper thin, you know, like how the fuck can they fly? So that being being able to fly always has fascinated me. So I go with that one. Okay. Okay. What about you, Ant? I ain't gonna lie, it came down to two. Flying was one of them. Mm -hmm. 
But my other one, being invisible. Oh man, see you stole mine. Yeah, that, that was mine too. <laughs> you said teleport. I know, but see, as a kid, I wanted to do both. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to teleport and be invisible. So I do the I do the, the teleporting as as an. As and, as and like Jay say, being invisible, I definitely can get in and out that children's charity without nobody mm -hmm. seeing me. What the heck is going on? Yeah, forget a charity. I'm in the bank. Forget the charity. I'm in the bank. I'm a, I'm I'm getting the pass codes to the bank manager. I'm I'm around my everybody on this call getting paid. Why come squeak straight up million dollars in account? Keep it to yourself. <laughs> All right, we're gonna stand it. We're gonna stay since it's December. You know, near Christmas, we're gonna get in this Christmas mood and keep it as a kid flow. What's that one Christmas gift as a kid that you always wanted but you never got? What about you, Ann? Let's start with you. The one gift I wanted was the uh, the go kart, the real one that you can drive, that you can do the engine and drive. Yeah, that's what I, I wanted. Wanted. I had a big wheel and all that, but I wanted the one that you get the the uh, lawnmower motor in, yeah. hop in that bug and roll out. That's yeah. I never got that. Yeah. What about you, Rodney? What's that one gift? What's that one Christmas gift you wanted as a kid, but you never got? Uh, a beaded jacket or a thriller jacket. Ooh. I know one person that, that that had that thriller jacket. I never saw that a lot. <laughs> so that's, so that's you, my, you you didn't want the glove and all that go with it. You just need the jacket. Just the jacket. Man, I ain't never seen that glove nowhere ever. Ever in the store. I ain't never seen that Michael Jackson glove in my life. Man, just get one. Shit. Get you a fucking regular glove and put some glitter on that bitch. And you got it. I'm about as a kid, I ain't never seen one in, in the store. If my parents were smart, that's what they would have done, shit. Huh? If my parents were smart, that's what they, they that's what they would have done. Get a, just a regular glove and put some sequin on that bitch. <laughs> what, what about you, Jay? What's that one gift as a kid that you wanted but you never got? Okay, I'm about to pod D. Give me a second. I thought about, I thought about this, man. And growing up, I can honestly say we grew up poor, but we never wanted for anything. Mm -hmm. So, and when Christmas came around, that was my my grandmother made a big deal out of Christmas, man. I got. I didn't get like the top notch of everything, but I got enough stuff to the point where I was satisfied. So it's really nothing, man, that I ever wanted for Christmas um, that I didn't get. It's just that time in my life just meant so much to me. Just, um, just because just she just meant so much to me. So, man, I got everything I needed, man. It's nothing that I didn't get, even though I didn't get everything. It's nothing that that I missed out on. So I can't even, you know, say. Anything. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, how the hell I'm supposed to go behind that, man? Right. <laughs> After he piled deep, that's supposed to be a right. deep on me. No, I was I was I was gonna start too, Jay. I, you know, I was poor. We was poor. So we was poor living in the projects, man. And I, I always wanted Optimus Prime. I wanted Optimus Prime and I wanted Megatron. I wanted yeah, both Optimus. of them. I mm -hmm. wanted his truck, Optimus Prime, and I wanted the gun, <laughs> Megatron, and never, ever get it. Never, ever get it. I wanted it for two straight years, um, 
And then once we finally got out of, you know, got out of the projects and moved, I kind of had moved on from toys. So uh -huh. I really went back and, and, and revisited that. But yeah, Optimus Prime and Megatron. I wanted both when I was growing up and couldn't, we couldn't afford it. Question C. Mm -hmm. For your son, did you get it? Did you get him that? No. I, no, I, I, I had, I like, you don't even know, but I, I went and bought him Optimus Prime. <laughs> did you? <laughs> just to have, just for you get he, it? Yo. I didn't like to, right, because you know they had the movies out when he mm -hmm. was growing up. And I'm like, I didn't get Optimus. Mm -hmm. I got all them other little swerp ones. Right. I didn't get Optimus. Right. It was right. I, I like the dollar ones, the dollar fifty ones. You know what I'm saying? Optimus Prime was about twenty bucks. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. that shit, that was a that was a haul back then. So, no, I, I never got it, man. But hey, I, that's that's one of them toys you didn't bring out the house. I had the Optimus Prime. It came with like the the, the back of the trailer opened up. Yeah. Had another, man, yeah. shit. that's yeah. one of them toys that everybody <laughs> gathered around you. You had to make up a lie and get that toy back home, like. Hey, my mama uh, calling me. I got like most fastidious, you know, hands down. <laughs> yep. I wasn't bringing that out. Yeah, hey, go ahead. I'm sorry. I had that gun, man. I took that thing to school and <laughs> traded it for something and got a whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to I had that. That gun was a uh, Megatron, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had that, that was big, a... the big ass gun. I had. Yep. That. <laughs> that was a. Was that a 45 or Colt 45? 45. Yeah. Yeah. That gun was that that thing was hard to find, man. That that was that was hard to find. Look, yeah. I remember sitting in I remember sitting in class as we got older. This is like high school. And me and Rodney talking about Optimus talking about the Transformers. Talk, you know, just our childhoods, just talking about, you know, how cold Optimus Prime was, how how, how cold Megatron was Storstream. Store stream. Yeah. <laughs> I remember just, just just sitting in class just talking about that crazy shit. Man, that's 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 crazy. It's crazy. You know, you know, Christmas to me was the best when we used to do show and tell. I always felt like I was their dude for show and tell. Like talk about when you came back to school. Yeah, I'm talking about waking up early, waking up early, so hyped to go back to school because I had one in my pocket, like, yeah. I got y'all this year. I got y'all this year. <laughs> Just bringing all your toys. And your ass had to fight that day. Like, to get them toys back home. It was, I learned, like, don't bring your good shit. Don't don't bring your good shit in, on, on show and tell. They would break it. Growing up, I always wanted, like, a racetrack or, like, a train track. I never I never got that. That's, that's all that I want. The, the train track, the racetrack that, that glowed in the dark, that, that connected to the wall, all that kind of stuff. I got everything else, but I never got that one. So, yeah, I hate to be a buzzkill, but I got every toy I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I got everything. I mean, I was the only kid for 10 years, so right. You know, I was able to get everything. I had to think about it too, but for the most part, I got what I, what I wanted too. All right, let's move along. Let's go to the next topic. Let's do the top three theme songs. You can go 70s, 60s, whatever generation you want to go. What's your top three theme songs? Sitcoms. Let's go, Sid. What you got? So you, you threw me off when you went when you said sitcoms. I had to rework my list because I read it more closely. So sitcoms, I got the Jeffersons, just all-time classic. 
That's just an all-time classic. That's my number one. Number two, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, because that was just, you know, that was my show. And my mm -hmm. favorite show of all time, I don't know if it was a, a dope uh, a dope intro for it, but Martin was yeah. my is my third, just because I just love that show. Yeah. All right, that's good. That's a good list. What you got, Ant? <laughs> Y'all gonna drive me on this one. <laughs> Friends. The Cosby's. Cosby's. Fresh Prince. Okay. I used to look forward to the Cosby's because, you know, every season it'd be something new. Right. So that, that, they used to thrill me. And then Fresh Prince is just Fresh Prince. That's the best one for me. All right. What you got, Rodney? I got Golden Girls number one. Damn <laughs> okay, right. Um, uh, you... Home a little part of it. What's the, how did it go? The golden Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> yeah. Driving down the road back <laughs> again. Party is true. Yeah. That's so, on my list. So that's number one for me. Okay. Um I'll go Jefferson's number two. Okay. Um my third. I'm gonna go. With the Cosby's, but it's a it's a particular no 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 different world. First, the first couple seasons, different world thing uh, theme song because they change like after the first after the first and second season they changed it. But to me, I like the first the first season, uh, different world. That's what the Cosby did as well. Okay, what about you, Jared? What's your what's your top three uh, theme songs from a sitcom? Uh, not really my top three, but I'm, you know, I don't want to repeat what you guys said, but I'm gonna go with exactly what you said. I can't skip the Jeffersons though. That's a great theme song. Mm -hmm. Here's one you guys probably know or and miss: the Flintstones. Me, the Flintstones. All right, that is a good one. That, that is a good one. That's a good one. I mean, it ain't a sitcom, but I get it. Sitcom. It's not a sitcom. Flintstones. No, it's on the. It's on the. It's a uh, TV theme song. 50 best TV theme songs. But he said his question is sitcom, sitcom. theme song. So oh, I take on, that. I, you take that. Yeah. Sanf take take um take that one out, Flintstones. Put it in the Sanford and Son. Oh, yeah. That's just music. Oh, that's right. that's, that's instrumental. That ain't no. That's a theme song. You already know what time it is. Okay. So those uh, that's two. Two. Okay. Throw in um my favorite show is Seinfeld. Say the sick favorite sitcom is Seinfeld. So throw in the Seinfeld theme song. Did they have a theme song? They have one. Yes, they did. That it's it's just music. Okay. Yeah. okay. Oh yeah. It's just music. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my list is kind of similar, but it's one that y'all left off. Welcome back, Kata. Oh, uh, yeah, it was good. That's, that's my number one. My number two is Golden Girls. Okay. And the third one is the Jefferson. So okay. I originally had the Fresh Prince on there. And I had Cheers and the Living Color and Living Singles. So I just had to narrow down to three. Hey, Living Single, I was going to say, yeah, Living Single is dope. We, my yeah. wife watching that lately, and I've been hearing it. So yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very catchy. You can't go wrong, but that's a good list, though. But Welcome Back, Carter, to me, is, uh, is up there with Golden Girls, to me, you know. What uh? Go ahead. What just to piggyback on that, squeak a little bit. Give me what's your favorite uh 
non-sitcom. Y'all got some favorite non-sitcom theme songs? I don't know what's a theme song for something that's not a sitcom. Like, what's an example of a non-sitcom? Like, mine's is Power. Like, I love Power as an intro. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, me too. Me dope. too. That's a sitcom. That's a sitcom. No, it's not. That's a sitcom. A sitcom is a situational comedy. <laughs> sitcom. Uh, Power is a drama. Right. Yeah. Sitcom. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Situational uh, comedy. Uh, outside of power, that's a good one. I don't. It's just a song. You like the song. The song. It's is dope. Good. It's good. It's a good one. I like Hill Street Blues. I like. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of them. You write about a sitcom. A sitcom definition. Hughes, did you mean a sitcom or did you mean TV show? I said sitcom. Okay. Would you? You know you. Yeah. You I got. I got one. Uh, out of left field, the fall guy. I don't think I heard that one. I remember it. Yeah, that's old. You out of the blue. I remember watching it as a kid. And the fall guy. It's uh Lee Majors. He starred Major. in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great show. What about Hawaii Five O or the Wire? Hawaii Five O, yeah. Hawaii Five O is classic. Mm -hmm. Hawaii Five O is good. I know Night Rider did. It was just music, but I love that. You know the Night Rider theme song. Whenever it came on, you know I could be I could be in the basement. I heard that that little sound. I'm running. I got. <laughs> I had to watch that. But like I said, Dukes of Hazard had a catchy one too. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. All right, so we finna we'll switch it up a little bit. Finna get into this polygamy question: Is monogamy monogamy natural or unnatural for alpha men? And would you entertain the notion of having multiple wives? I'm going with you, Jared. When you say alpha man, so I got uh, this. I got this. Uh, you know this. I got this from uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. He made a statement on the Charlemagne show, so I, okay. I took this question from there. When I say offer man, I'm what you what they would call like your head head guy, your you know your your top guy. I don't Is consider myself man? a man's man. Yeah, uh, man's man. It's probably not. It's probably not natural in the physical sense, but in a societal uh, sense. It's gonna be your best route just to pick one woman. One more time. Um the B part, no, I don't want multiple wives. I don't even it's hard dealing with one. Yeah, I don't want multiples. What about you, Sarah? Where you where are you going with this? So, natural or unnatural? So I, I think it's unnatural. I, I do. I mean, it's like Jared said, it's hard. It's it's hard just kind of to please one. But um, I think it's unnatural to have more than one wife. Now, the second part of your question, if my wife would allow it, then I might have about four or five. But it's unnatural. It's unnatural. But I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> where, where you at? Where you at with this, Rodney? Um, I don't. Well, 
don't mean to dissect your question, but I don't, you can take alpha male, alpha men out of it. Okay. And this isn't unnatural for men in general. Um, Shit, I guess it it may it depends on where you at mm-hmm. because uh polygamy is wide, you know, it's it's very widespread in Africa, mm-hmm. Western Africa, you know, polygamy is dominant. I mean it's a dominant culture there. So if you ask them, then shit, they're gonna tell you, hell no, it ain't it, it ain't natural to you know to have one woman. So it's kind of how to me it's where like where you grew up. You know what culture you grew up in, and it'll shape your 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 opinion on that. Um, what about for you? For me, yeah. Uh, if, if you could, if it was acceptable, uh, is it natural? Or unnatural? Uh, I get uh. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't no right or wrong answer. No, no, no. I, I, know. I know it's not a it's not a, a wrong answer. I'm just trying to make sure I answer it correctly. <laughs> uh, I say unnatural. I say unnatural. Okay. What about you, Dan? Hey. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Let me come back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to answer B. <laughs> so B, uh, would I want to have multiple wives? Um, I couldn't go more than two. Uh, why, I why just two? Huh? Why just two? Man, I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't manage seven, eight wives. Shit. Right. Right. I got a. I got a closet full of shoes over here. Like I bought them and I liked them, but I shit, I only wear them once or twice. You know, mm-hmm. a year maybe. You know, a woman can't. You know, that ain't gonna work for a woman. You know, I give her a little, little, a little time once. You know, once or twice a month. You know, them first two wives. Yeah. They're gonna be good, but that sixth, seventh, they're gonna be cheating on me. <laughs> Cause I ain't gonna have no time for them, man. <laughs> All out here for a pimp. All right. <laughs> what about you, Ant? So for me, I believe if you're trying to live your life holy, then it gotta be it's gotta be natural for you. Otherwise, you're gonna keep messing up. So I'm going to say monogamy is natural because if you trying to live your life holy like that and you really trying to live your life like that, it's got to be natural. Right. As far as having multiple wives, I don't think it's possible because all of them want all your time. So I'm not about to stress myself out even more trying to deal with even a second one. Yeah. Or, let alone, you know, Cause you got to give all your time to that one wife, and the moment right. you, if you do six days a week with the one wife and gone with the second wife on one day, man, it just uh, it's it ain't working for me. So, nah. You know, for me in my twenties, in my early twenties, my answer would have been unnatural for monogamy. You know, that's how ignorant I was in my head, and and you know just. The, the immature side of me, you know, as I got, as I mature and, and like you said, the society world, the answer for me is unnatural. You know, um, would I ever do multiple wives? Nah, not really. It is very difficult. 
just for one. So, you know, even if I was like a billionaire, I don't know if that's what I would want to do. You know, I don't know if it would, if I would really enjoy multiple wives and in, in, in believing in this, this marriage thing. But let me flip this question around on you guys. Well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Squeak. Before you move, move on to that next question, uh, make sure you remember the question. Say it. So me and you, we said we'll take multiple wives. I said I'm going to cap it at two. What's your cap? Right. I ain't got no cap. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. My wife gonna kill me. But if it's good, if if uh if it's legal, I mean if it's not legal, but if it's accepted and everybody having a everybody good with it, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have a limit. You know? Okay. I, yeah, I yeah. I'm definitely gonna have a big old family. Huh? So all the wives living with you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know logistics wise. I don't know. I don't know about that logistics. What about you, Rod? Is your two wives living with you? Or they got to be separate? Uh, we yeah, we living together. We living together. I mean, I, ain't no sense in being separate. So <laughs> you know, I'm gonna flip this question on. I'm gonna flip this question on y'all. Would you be able? Would you now hear me out? Would you be able to marry a woman that has multiple husbands and you're just one? Yeah, I'm not living together, but 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 she has she has another husband. You're just one of them. I don't think Would you got to finish that question, Squeak. <laughs> so let, let me let me pick pick your top celebrity and would you show her? pick your top celebrity that you know your your main lady give you a password? Would you share her? You know, hell no. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. No. If that was society, what about you, Jer? Would you would you be would would you marry a, a woman that has another husband? If he was like in a wheelchair and his dick didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get limited time. You get limited time with her. Y'all have a house, but she got duties to him, and she got duties to you. Could you stay in that marriage like that? And that's no for you, Rodney. What about what about you, Aunt? Is that a no for you? Or no, that's a heck no. No, no. Heck no. yeah. I what agree. about you? Yeah, that that's a no for me. No matter oh, how okay. attractive, okay. no matter how attractive that person Break me is. Out, like, you, you, you sound like you was on the side of that fence for a minute. Nah, well, see, I, I wanted. Well, he got his name on the line. <laughs> now, I wanted to give the listeners and the, and the women out there a chance to, to have the roles reversed, you know, so they can kind of hear uh, where we're coming from as men and stuff like that. You know, you can remove the alpha men, out, but just as, as men, what we'll, we'll be standing for, you know, like we not saying we doing it, but, but you know, just would you tolerate it? You know, and I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Let me, get let, woman on the show, man. let me remix that one. Let me remix that Great. one. Great. A, a bad woman. $10 million who likes to... 20 million who likes to spend on you, buy you stuff, take care of you. You couldn't share her? So if I'm in my early 20s, not, not my age where I'm at right now, 40 plus, I'm going to say yes to that because I was ignorant in, in, that, in that, that time frame of my life. You know what I'm saying? So I would say yes to that. 
But where I'm at right, right now, where I want love and I want my wife all to myself, nah, I, I couldn't participate in nothing like that. I probably wouldn't take it serious, honestly, you know, in my ignorance, you know. Hold on. I'm going to remix that even more. Forget okay. about forget, forget about age. Forget about age. I mean, you single, right? Forget about your relationships and your, your families now. But if you sing, you're a single man, you're a single man, you run across a broad that want to give you, who want to spend, who was a millionaire, billionaire, or whatever, and wants to spend on you. You tripping off what she doing? What else she doing? After, oh, I, I'm saying yes and no, because after a while, right, you figuring if your pipe game straight, you trying to take her from from this guy, right? You know, you, you basically hitting them pockets up. But after a while, what do you really have? You know what I'm saying? She using you more than you using her. If I'm single and Oprah make an invitation, I'm all on Oprah. You fall in love with Oprah now? As long as she, yeah, I'm doing whatever to get that bag. <laughs> yeah. And then at that point, and then at that point, I'll move on after. But yeah. I mean, the damn cha- the qu- damn question doesn't change. I mean, when you put it in these terms, shit, most of us are going, shit, we going to go down that path, especially if she bad. So, yeah, this this is a no-brainer. Like we all got like I don't know about you all. Oh, I'll come I, I ask a question. So, who's that one celebrity actress whatever who you would drop everything for right now. Don't put it like that way. Just no, 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 no. I don't want to say that. I put it exactly like that. <laughs> Shit. I put it exactly like you're, that. You're trading all. Who you gonna trade it all for? Who you gonna trade it all for? Right now. Oh, oh my God. Don't is put it like that. Time? My wife might see. I mean, this is all for entertainment, man. This is all entertainment. My, my, my top celebrity is to not like you know okay. secret about that. So you would drop you would you would trade it all for Sanaa Lathan. Good choice. I respect that. She crazy, but it was always Holly Berry for me. She looking pretty shabby lately. Oh. Yeah, she's getting older. But that that's cool. That's cool. He was I thought you would have said Angela Bassett so you can get to that Black Panther premiere. <laughs> <laughs> Black Panther, I mean. <laughs> to them Black panties. <laughs> what about uh, you, man? <laughs> um, dude, it changes. It changes. But right now, right now, it's probably a shanty. Right now, it's probably a shanty. What about you, Jay? <laughs> right. It's three, but the number one is Rihanna. Hey. Um, yeah, I don't get her, man. You she's sexy. Go. She ain't cute, but she's sexy. I don't know I about all it. that. You can go Kim K, Rihanna, or who's one? Who's the other? Oh, Beyonce. Mm, okay. I go okay. Rihanna. What about you, Rod? Who you got? Uh, mine is a childhood. Mine is a childhood. I mean, she's she's no longer living with us, but uh, Vanity. 
like for me, vanity. I was I've been in love with vanity for for forty years, mm. and I've never been able to run across one that even resemble her. But uh, if I did, I, I I'd risk it all. Hey, what, what what about that other chick that he ended up marrying, Mataye or something like that? When she close looking to vanity, not to me. Oh, not to me. He, he clearly had a type. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Type, but uh, no doubt. nah, she she didn't like it, it. It's always been vanity for me. Okay, okay. Let's 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 uh moving along and switch this up to the NFL week number fifteen. Now, nah, now, Thelvin, who's hot and who's not? Everybody knows that. <laughs> Titans, baby. You know who? who the 49ers. 49ers, that's, that's your hot team. So, who? what's the team that's not hot? Mm, I, don't, I don't follow losers. <laughs> Would you bet the 49ers don't go to the Super Bowl? Uh, would I bet that they don't? Yeah. No. Would you bet no. they do? Would you bet they do? I bet they don't. Do you bet they do? <clears throat> That's a hard question for me, but I would bet all day long that they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm offering you the bet right now. <laughs> <laughs> Since I like good. sucker bets, make the right. bet. <laughs> sucker, sucker. <laughs> they call it hotter than the firecracker. <laughs> Motherfucker, can you buy that? stuff like that, you got to pick a team that's gonna go. All right, okay. <laughs> what, about what about you? Said what team is hot? What team? What team is uh, not hot? The Rams are not hot. I'm, 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 I'm finally saying it. The Rams are not hot. They steal my squad for life. But we're going we gonna to shut it down. We're going to come back. The Bengals are hot. That's my new team. I'm running with the Bengals. You think they're coming out the West? I'm running with the Bengals. I think the Bengals gonna. I think the Bengals going to go. I do, man. I like them. I like them. I like them. They're hot team. What about you, Rodney? What's, who's hot? Who's not? Yeah, that that was that was my the Bengals and uh, uh, I go with the Texans since they won eleven and one or whatever is not. Yeah. What about you, Jared? Hold on, hold on. Why y'all so up on the Bengals? Whether they, I mean, what's the, what's the deal with that? I think when Joe Burrow lost his his number one receiver, Chase. And he still found ways to win, and they started getting their pieces back. They look legit to me. Yeah, you know, I think I think they I think their defense is is playing better this year than it did last year. Mm-hmm. And like like Squeak said, you know, losing Jamar Chase for a month didn't slow them down. You know, nah. they got they got weapons, so I think they I think they could potentially be better than they were last year. When they should have, they should have beat the Rams in the Super Bowl last year. But too bad, say it got off the call. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Cincinnati—they're rounding in the form uh, at the right time. Yeah, you think and, they're gonna be able to run the ball enough to win? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. Mixon's not a bad Yeah, Mixon, Joe Mixon, Mixon, Joe, a bad Mixon is, Joe Mixon is is good. Shit. Yeah, he's not a bad running back at all. They try to throw it around too much. Once they get all their weapons back, they try to sling it a little too much for me. Yeah, but that slinging it is only to two people. Cause Tyler Boyd, he don't get he don't get no love. They throwing that bitch to uh, Jamar Chase, and if if if, if Jamar Chase triple teamed, then they'll throw it to T Higgins. Right. You know, for go. my high, I have two. I have two teams. I got and it's only nine. seven three. I, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, it's only seven three on this game. Uh, Ant. In favor of who? 49ers. Okay. I okay. About Seahawks ain't bad. If you really look at it, Seahawks is the second best team in the division. They're not bad. I mean, that ain't saying much when you got the Rams and the Cardinals in your division. They're <laughs> seven and six, but <laughs> I get it. Go ahead, Jay. Who you got? Who's hot? Who's not? <clears throat> not hot. The Broncos, but I'm not down on the Broncos all the way. I want to see if they can bounce back next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, it, side note: Is Russell Wilson washed? Yes. No. Yes. I don't, I don't no. think so. Yes. She's done. Yes. He just he don't got, look good. He got he exposed. Is. Seattle did a lot to cover his stuff up and to play to his style. He went to a new team. He got exposed. He's not even an average quarterback. He looked chubby. He looked mm-hmm. slow. He looked dumb. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it, I don't think he bounced him back from this. He's done. He won't, he won't see another Pro Bowl ever again. And he may not make it as a starter ever again. Well, shit. He could, he could play well, and he's not going to see a Pro Bowl because of where he's at. You you got four quarterbacks that you can name off the top of your head that's that's better than him. And that in the West, what you got, Mahomes? No, I'm saying I'm well. I'm saying just off the top of my head, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert. You know, Lamar. That's five. I would. I mean, Lamar. Nah, I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take Lamar over him. He throwing. He he playing better this year, but now I wouldn't take Lamar over him. When Lamar's healthy, he's better. He's better than Russell Wilson is right now. He haven't achieved anything. He can't even get out of no damn playoffs. Russell Wilson ain't achieved shit. Not this year. He haven't shit. He got a ever, ever. He got a Super Bowl ring. The Seahawks got a Super Bowl. Oh, man, you stop that. Stop. stop what, that. What, what What did he do for that championship? He didn't kept fuck it drive, up. Kept them driving line. He didn't fuck it up. That's all he did. When 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 the ball was placed in his hands to make it happen, Seattle hasn't won shit, and that's why he with them. I disagree. I respectfully disagree on that. He ain't done sh- uh, who who won? Who 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 has uh, a unanimous MVP? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Shit, Russell Wilson he never got an MVP vote. What did he do the year he got the unanimous MVP? He lost exactly, and Russell Wilson. And, and as soon as Seattle didn't have the Legion of Boom, that's what uh, Russell Wilson does. 
Man, one Russell Wilson would have two. He would have two Super Bowl rings if Pete. If Carroll he didn't throw that interception. Shit! If, if he would have audible out that damn play, now I blame him for that one. It, that was not a good decision on his part. You know. Well, uh, what I'm saying is, he's been an average quarterback on a great team. That's how they got to the Super Bowl. When the defense left, they just been average, and Russell Wilson ain't took them nowhere. So to, Lamar to, is to the boom. They have been struggling to make the playoffs at best. Okay, guys. I just like Russell. Come on, let's move on. I mean, uh, clearly both of y'all do. <laughs> y'all, like got y'all, y'all got y'all o- orange-colored glasses on. But you mad at Russell. <laughs> but, uh, nah. Who you got that's hot, Jay? Uh, Mahomes, the Chiefs. The Chiefs? He's a go-getter. Come on now. He's a go-getter. Uh, I got two teams that's hot for me. Uh, so tie between 49ers and, and, and Cincinnati, you know, and and I'm, you know, trying to decide which one of them that I like, you know. I think right now um, Cincinnati would, would be the favorite. I'm not really I'm not really sure how 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 long it would last for Purdy as they get to the playoffs. So I would roll with them as the, the more hot team. Uh, my team does not hot. Yeah, we either be between the Broncos or the Texans, and, and it's looking like it's the Broncos. The, the Texans put up a good fight last week against the Cowboys. You know, they don't really have you know to play for, but you know they just playing for their pride, and they put up a good effort. Where I haven't seen the effort like that from the Broncos at all. You know, from the offensive side, defensive side, they you know just throw all around. I want, I want, I want a man, a man, my high team. It's the Eagles. That's what I was about to say. It's the Eagles, my bad. Eagles. I don't know what I was thinking about. The Eagles. Well, that's the question I wanted to know. Is the Eagles really this good? Or are they just rolling away right now? I think I think they are looking good for the regular season and will get knocked off in the playoffs. Based on they don't what? have a they don't have a they don't have a running game. They so they, they lean the lean the league in Russia. What are you talking about? That's something through the quarterback. They no, don't not. have a Russian attack. No, it's not. No, nah, I, I haven't seen them. Jalen Hurst doesn't rush for two hundred yards a game. I'm, they run the rock, man. He and they run. They are leading the league in Russia, and it's not just because of him, right? Mm. Next to the 49ers, they're the most physical team that you're going to see. Them, the Titans, and the 49ers, they're the most physical teams you're going to see on offense. As far as, like, running the ball, stuff like that. And they got better options than – they got better options than than 49ers. So I mean, I know, said- I, know, I know they got McCaffrey now, but with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and when they get Dallas Goddard back, Along with Miles Sanders and and um and that rotation yeah. they got, they tough. Yeah. I'm just I don't know how you how how you on hurts. It hurts MVP. I mean, all you can do is go off what he's showing, and from what he's showing, he done done shit a damn one eighty. 
because he looked horrible. Like when they lost his uh, Tampa Bay in that playoff game last year, it was like this dude he he ain't gonna never make it. He ain't gonna never have it. But mm-hmm. he done done a one eighty to where he poised. He dropping dimes. He know he 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 running, not taking hits. It's like, well, he got some weapons too. He got yeah, AJ Brown and uh um the rookie from uh Bama from last year. Yeah, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, they legit. Yeah, they are. Okay. Okay. Let's move along to the hot topic of the week. So, did Gunner snitch to get released from prison? What are your thoughts on this situation? What you do is in this situation. So, let me give you guys. Are you guys familiar with who Gunner is? Real name, uh, rap artist, real name, Sergio uh, Kitchens. Uh, Arrested May 9th of this year. Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. Rodney Jerry, I mean Rodney. Um, I heard I heard the name, but I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Okay, so they were hit with a state RICO uh, case um, in Georgia, and he was charged with one count of conspiracy to violate the RICO uh, the RICO Act and stuff. So he was just released yesterday, um, and he made an Alfred plea, and that's basically where you. As a defendant, you don't admit to a crime, but it's in your best interest to plead guilty. So he admitted that he was a part of the YSL gang, which is short for Young Slime Life. But he was just part of the entertainment side of that, not the street criminal side of it, of that thing. And so I want to ask, if you all were locked up, if we were all locked up together, and you would be the gunner of, of, of Pod Deep since you haven't been on a, on, on as many Pod uh, casts as as we have been. So you would be the gunner of this situation. We're all locked up. You've been denied bail at least three times. How would you go about? How would you go? How would you do this this same situation? Would you take that plea? Or would you take it to trial? Or would you take the trial coming up? Let me say, I think that trial date was set for January the 9th of next year. You've been denied bail three times. They don't have any evidence on you. And and you say it's this group that we on the phone with. I got to choose. Dime y'all out to try to get out of here. Or go to trial. <laughs> that's hard for me. I ain't gonna lie, that's hard. That's the situation he was in. I, and that's why I'm just bringing it realistically because on the internet, people are saying so many different things. So I just want to make it real for us as a group as we talk about it. Now, knowing we've been on the podcast, we, we've had over six podcasts where, where Rawl has been on us. So, you know, we, me, Jared, and Rodney have said we're guilty. We've been, we, we've been on it, but, but you only been on it. Only been on here what three to four times, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I wouldn't want to, but I probably would have damn y'all out and got the hell up, got up out of there. What about you? What about you, Jared? In this situation, do you feel gunner snitch, or, or and, and what are you doing in this same situation? 
Okay. I'm going to give my answer, and then immediately after I give my answer, I'm going to flip-flop. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just telling you now. <laughs> okay. Technically, he really didn't snitch. They know they're a gang. They caught him in the car with uh, drugs and guns. He admitted they made him, you know, admit that in court. Um, that's pretty much all he admitted to. Yes, they're a gang. Did you get caught in this car with the gun and hydrocodone? Um, a couple other things he had to, you know, agree to being guilty on. But he didn't say, hey, young thug shot so-and-so, this one did that, this one did that. But he released a statement saying that he didn't snitch. He does not plan on um, testifying against anybody. But, of course, the next day, the uh, YouTube detectives and lawyers pulled up the paperwork. and In his official paperwork, he agreed to testify if they called him back later. So he did agree to testify, you know, in the future. He said he didn't in like an Instagram post, but his official paperwork says he he's obligated to testify. Now he can come back and I'm sorry, he can come back and plead the fifth or however that goes. But technically, he kind of is a snitch. Now, here's my flip flop. I saw this on the Internet you know, a couple hours ago. I don't think we can technically call him a snitch until Young Thug calls him a snitch. He may have had a conversation with him and said, you know what? Say what you need to say. I don't think it's going to hurt us. You you know, you're not really involved like that. Just say what you need to say to get out. If he has Young Thug's blessing and that comes out, then we cannot call him a snitch. So right. that's that's how I feel about it. What about what about your thoughts, Ronnie, on this? I mean, I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, this whole like everybody snitches. Like from all like all the the top bosses and and drug lords and everything when they get caught ultimately they snitch so i don't understand why it's so why people are so uptight about it i mean don't nobody keep that g code that being uh, said i don't, uh uh i i don't think i could i i don't think i could do it i don't think i could tell on people that i'm doing dirt with you know i just don't i don't i don't, I don't think i could do that could i tell on somebody who i i don't know uh you know ain't got no relationship with i mean yeah maybe maybe that maybe that'll be more palatable but just people i'm i'm i got relations with relationships with and i know and i know we did this shit together I mean, I don't think I don't, I don't think I can do it. But he, but wait. So my question is this: So is he part of the criminal element, or is he just involved with the the gang? So what we know him as to be is an artist, a YSL artist. If they didn't have any, I guess, evidence on him, I guess that's the that's the angle that he took. You know what I'm saying? Because when they when they approached him, they approached him as a YSL gang member. But with them not having the proper um, the, the proper evidence, he was able to elude that, you know, because he only really had one charge. It was like 28 or 20, uh, 28 to 30 individuals that were gathered up on that on that Rico charge. And he only had one charge. It's young thug who they really want, along with probably the other shooter. 
I think this also goes back to Lil Wayne situation where Lil Wayne tour bus was shot up. And they were saying that Young Thug was behind that. Young Thug is 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 trying to get his uh get released as well because I believe that rental car uh information that they had, they didn't have the proper um they didn't have the proper um measurements to get that actual evidence. So they they, they have illegal evidence against uh Young Thug, but they had the details though of who was involved. So that once you say Young Thug got the majority of the charges mm-hmm. and Gunner got one charge. So what is that one charge? What is that what does that sentence carry? Uh for for Gunner, you mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's a Rico and he has the the charge to commit spirit conspiracy to violate the Rico. I'm assuming with that, and it's a state case, I'm assuming with that being 10 to 15 years. I, I think it's less than that. Rodney, I think I know where you're going. I, I think it's less than that. I could be wrong. But Rodney, for your argument that I think you want to make, let's say it's five years. Because what he ended up getting was five years, basically um, probation. Yeah, five, right. five years, one year away. One year one suspended sentence and all that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, one year time served. Yeah, and four years suspended sentence with community service. Right, five hundred hours of community service. So put that into perspective. You're you're looking at five years max. Do you tell or do you ride it out? I think you got to ride it out. So, because perception perception goes a long motherfucking way. Yeah, I, I agree. You got to ride that five. You got to ride that out. Uh, well, because you, you look, you're looking at two and a half. Yeah, three maybe, maybe. I kind of agree with you, Jared. In a sense, if if him and Young Thug had the game plan of this, Gunner, they don't got nothing on you. What you can do is get out and tour and make money and put money on our on our books and take her our family. They don't have shit on you, so you should be able to make bond. Well, the reason they wouldn't give Young uh, Gunner the bond is because they was trying to say that he would have the ability to to intimidate witnesses. But there's also another individual that was also released as well before Gunner. And I believe he is probably like a manager or something like that, or maybe the CEO of YSL or something of that nature. He was also released and took like a plea as well. So if 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 we have a conversation. As long as we talking and everybody know, it should not be a big deal, you know. If they if they do, and I'm rep- talking as if I'm gunner. If they call me to trial and I'm and I'm testifying, and I know I got to live in this city, and I can't keep a weapon on me because of because of probation, I'm I'm pleading the fifth on that stand. Now you're right, a perception does go a long way. But if if you realize that they forced him into that plea, you know, even though here we are, December, what is it, 14, 15? And that trial was in maybe two, three weeks from now. Still dude been locked up since May. With, with no other than that one conspiracy charge that they couldn't tell him what he did. And it was oh he was all the more all the more reason to eat that. <laughs> all the more reason. Because the streets, the streets don't care about what Young Thug told him or potentially told him. They don't care about that shit. That that that's true. But how does it how does it change anything if Young Thug get out as well? 
But if he and but the other, he, mem- and the other if, members are still in there. But if he facing the majority of the charges and he get out, then shit, he had to say something. Yeah, he's not getting it. That's the, the news today is that he is about to get out, but he's not getting out. Man, they caught him with um, you know, a switch. They caught him with lean, a bunch of bottles of lean. And guns at his house when they you know went to lock him up. So he's not getting out. He, he may he's not getting out. If he gets but, out but, on that Rico charge, he's he's gonna pick up federal charges. They he's done, man. And and that's that's the one thing I was finna, that's one thing I was gonna put out here with, with you all. So I mentioned that they're being charged for a state Rico. See, this is the tricky thing about it. You can go through this whole process statewide. And then turn around, have to repeat this whole process through from a federal RICO charge. That's where this is very tricky. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would sit in like that if, if I really haven't told on anybody, pointing the finger. You know, Rodney did this, Jared did this, and Anthony did this, and Sarah did this. I can live with myself knowing that I didn't tell on you all. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like I would. You know, try to forget you all, but I definitely would be trying to, you know, help free you all. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you're right, Jared. His statement did kind of contradict itself. It did. It didn't state the uh, the true essence of. He did agree to testify, but he said he didn't. You know what I'm saying? That's part, of, and that's part of his agreement. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't think. He's, go ahead. You guys want to see his plea? You want to go multimedia for a second? I think I yeah, can play the video. Ahead. Let me see yeah, if I can play it. I became affiliated with YSL around 2016. Is that true as it pertains to you, Mr. Kitchens? Yes, ma'am. YSL is a music label and a game. And you have personal knowledge that members or associates of YSL have committed crimes in furtherance of the game. Yes, ma'am. You were present when law enforcement officers stopped a vehicle in which... You were present along with, along with Jeffrey Williams, wherein hydrocodone, methamphetamines, and a firearm were recovered. These items did not belong to you. Yes, ma'am. And do you acknowledge the following statement? I recognize, accept, and deeply regret that my talent and music indirectly furthered YSL the game to the detriment of my community. YSL as a game must end. Is that your statement or acknowledgement? Yes. All right, that's it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Keep that armed security with you. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean today's youth, they changed their word snitch so many times. You know, to me, the word snitching is this. We all together, we all do do get caught, and I tell on each one of you all. To me, that's snitching. But if I'm a citizen and you all attack me and I and I call and, and you know tell on you all, that's not snitching. You know, or I see you all do a crime, but I'm not with you all, that's not snitching to me. You guys agree or you disagree or give me your version of what you call snitching. Let's start with you, Ant. What's your version of snitching? Part of it and Telling um everybody else. If I knew I was a part of it and I had some parts in it and we all was in it together and then I told on y'all, I'm 
to get off of my stuff. Right. If I'd have had nothing to do with it, and y'all three just clowning, and now I'm getting caught in under, like, fake, that ain't snitching. That just, y'all got caught, and I'm not about to take time for y'all mistaken I didn't do nothing. So, that's how I feel. What about you, Jerry? What's your definition of snitching? Yeah, just any telling on anybody, um, you know, when you have something to do with it. Even if you don't have something to do with it and you tell, you can be considered a snitch. But none of us are not street people. We're not gang members or street people. So those rules don't really apply to us unless we are involved, in my opinion. Right. So, you know, that's how I feel about it. What about you, Rodney? What's your definition of snitching? Yeah, I mean... I'm 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 in agreement with everybody else, you know. When you when you doing dirt and you tell on motherfuckers you snitch. Right. Um if you everyday Joe and you see a murder happen, you know, in front of your house and you say something, that's not snitching to me. Right. No. But it's but it, in today's work in today's society it is considered snitching. Right. I don't agree with that, but yeah, you're 100% correct. Okay. So let's get on to the next topic. Swerp of the week. I'm going to kick this off this time, y'all. My swerp of the week is Skip Bayless. I was watching <laughs> um, I was watching Undisputed. Is he is, is he the swerp or is Shannon the swerp for fucking sitting there taking that shit? But I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I I can't put it on. I can't put it on Shannon. You know, I was really mad at Skip for for how he did. You know, the one thing that I appreciate uh, about us when, when when we debate and we talk is we give each other respect. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, we, we may different in opinion, but we don't never have to put each other down. You know what I'm saying? Just to get our point across. And when he looked at Shannon and said, you know, Tom Brady's better than you, and that, that that's like a slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? Here, this man is a Hall of Famer football player. You ain't never played. And you're going to get at him like that? Man, that's, that's my swerp of the week. What about you, Ryan? What's your swerp of the week? Uh, I got a repeat offender, Kanye West, for saying Rosa Parks was a plant. What? He, he he made a state. He was when made another random statement or whatever, and he said that Rosa Parks was a plant. So, I I mean I don't even have to I don't even have to elaborate no more on it. It's just he's work. What about you, Jer? What's your what's your swerp of the week? My swerp of the week is people currently being caught and arrested, charged for getting those PPPE. PPE loans. Is that it? PPP? Three P's. Three P's? PPP? Yeah. Pussy, pussy, pussy. (laughs) Getting caught with these damn loans, making up fake businesses. Um, You know, talking about they have 400 employees with $3 million (laughs) payroll. And it turns out they didn't have anything about Lamborghinis and watches and houses. So, yeah, those are my swerps of the week. They still are rolling out those um, indictments on those people. You know, that them lying, saying that you don't have to pay it back, I think entice a lot of people. And that was only for the, for, for the individuals that was doing uh, going about that the right way. 
and the, and the scammers got hold to that and the scammers called scam. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Talking about free money, they're gonna find a way to get it. Yeah, that's that's a fact. What about you, Ant? What's your swerp of the week? My swerp of the week is everybody calling Dion a sellout, and then people saying that he sold out blacks and all that stuff. They swerped. Come on, elaborate on that. What you feel about it? You feel you uh, do you you feel like it was a good move for for Dion? Do you feel like it was a bad move for HBCs? Give me give me your opinion on that. I feel he leveling up. If you go, it ain't like he turned down HCBUs or whatever you call them. He didn't get the blueprint that even at that level, you can get people in there if you want to, but it's going to take all of our people that got power and influence to do so. Right. But in the meantime, he done leveled up. Right. He got his son. He done leveled his son up. He's trying to get his son. I, I asked one person, could he ever win a Heisman at Jackson State? No. No. So what'd he do? I don't care what numbers he put up. He can never win a Heisman now. He can't at Colorado. He getting paid handsomely. He can do more at Colorado and a sellout Everybody want to be. I don't think it's a sellout. I just think that he just leveled up. It'd be different. If would it have been different if he went to the pros? Would they still be calling him a sellout? You mean leaving Jackson State and going directly to an NFL team? Correct. Yeah. Is that a sellout? No, I don't think so. He he leveling up, and the bad part about it, I just think he doing it smart. He playing with house money. If he goes to Colorado, when he's the great GOAT, he great, and he going to go up. If he lose, it was Colorado. You didn't have a chance of winning there anyway. So he has a five-year He has a five year plan with the Colorado five-year contract, right? Do you think right. he should have stayed at Jackson State for five years or, or three years is what he, you know, you got what you got? Opportunity is about – the timing. Right. He's never going to be hotter than he is right now. Right now is when he got the most. At Jackson State, he couldn't get no more popular or demanding than he is right now at Jackson State. Nothing he could have done. He could have won five more in a row. It still wouldn't have been hotter than it was now where he got the number one player from last year. He getting recruits. He got his son. Now was the perfect time when all the stars aligned for him to leave and level up. He went to Colorado. If he done went to Auburn, he would have had to win. And where if he would have lost, he would have been exposed. He's going to Colorado. If he loses in Colorado in five years, nobody going to say nothing. They're going to say it was Colorado. But that's not what he's promoting. He's promoting, he, like, he's talking about winning. He ain't talking about just changing young men's lives. He's talking about winning and, and, and bringing that culture. So if he does not win, then it it, 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 it does affect him because now a lot of it all, it's just, it's just talk. It's just hype because you can't, 
you know, you can do it at a lower level, but when you step up to the big boys, all that talking don't get you no wins, you know. Well, what I'm just saying is so, so he has to, so I get what you're saying. He bringing he bringing prime time to Colorado, but they have they they ultimately they ultimately have to win. True that. But what I'm saying, even if they don't win, he still will have enough buzz to where he can go to a, a Auburn or one of them type of school, a power a power team, a team that's already there. Because wow. what he, one thing he definitely brings, he brings ticket sales to the university. So do you think that was so he did that for he did that for Jackson State? Do you think that's going to uh, transfer to Colorado State? Absolutely, Colorado. Okay, absolutely, Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're gonna sell out everything, and he gonna make them. So it's two parts. Yes, he got to win. But as long as he's bringing revenue, he's the value. You make so, a good point. It, it's, it's about that revenue more than it is the win. If if a losing coach can bring money in, they'll still keep you. Yeah. If he can keep them selling out games and and, and stay on that level. But, but if you're not – so if you're losing, if, if your program is not – if you know if you, you don't have a successful program, how are your are your how can I phrase this? I get what well, you're saying, right? You if, 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 you, if, you if your players if if your players point. aren't performing and they're not going on to the next level like like you promote, you know what what am I coming to see? Like he's gonna he he has a two year grace period. Mm-hmm. He has a two year grace period where he can do no wrong. Everyone's gonna come out to see him. But that third year, if it's not translating to success, then a lot of that other shit is gonna is gonna wane. I think me and you saying the same thing. Without the wins, the his his the tickets, the money just stops. Yeah, that's a fact. It becomes uninteresting. That's a fact. But yeah, the question I had for y'all was y'all all seen this interview, first interview with Colorado, right? <laughs> do, do you think he was wrong in the way he came to them? Hey, our listeners need to go back to episode 22. We talked about this. Go ahead. What's, what's your opinion? And we talked about this in, in episode 23. What's your opinion? Do I think he was wrong? A, just a little bit. Okay. Only because first day you come out and you tell all of them hop in the portal because I'm I'm bringing everybody I'm bringing everybody with me mm-hmm. we about to we about to change everything I think that takes that two year window and knock it down to one year because he said he's changing everything so now you didn't lost your grace you, you're getting rid of everybody and you're bringing your people in. You're bringing everybody in from you. So now you got to win. A little bit quicker than he would if he would have just let it go and bring people in gradually and like that. So I didn't quite like that because if I was had a son on that team, I'd have been like, that was a little wrong. But I get it. I kind of – I had to – I didn't watch – I watched that 
I watched, you know, his introductory press conference. I mean, introductory talk to those players. I watched it two or three times, and I've watched all the other videos of him and interactions. Um, I think that's strategic. I think that's strategic. What, him what? saying, him saying, look, y'all go hit, the, y'all go hit the portal, please, because that's gonna save me the trouble of, you know, having to get rid of him. I think, I think that's just strategic and like, okay, and we talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Who gonna sit there and be like, uh, well, I guess I better hit that portal then, since he bringing bringing in his guys. I be, I better hit that portal, or you gonna have the others just like shit, bring them. Okay, you bringing your people, shit. They ain't uh, they ain't taking my spot, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's strategic. Like he trying to see, you know, who we got, and and those who run to the portal, that's automatically let's him know, like okay. You know, y'all were ready anyway. Yeah, y'all weren't ready, so we don't need you. That's that's uh, exactly what he's doing. He he trying to sniff, he trying to sniff the dogs out, and you know what I'm saying. He trying to see which one of his players gonna bark and growl. You know, if, if you're not a real dog, you gonna you gonna tuck your tail and you gonna run. If you're a real dog, you are gonna bark just like Rodney said. Bring the only the only thing that was kind of like damn, you know, is coming in and saying that his son is a starting quarterback, like. Nothing wrong with that either. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I thought that was more dad talking than yeah, yeah. But you ain't, but you ain't dad though. (laughs) You ain't dad. You coach. Listen, he he could want it so bad for his son, but like we, like like we all have children. You know what I'm saying? But but if Michael Jordan is there. And I'm the head coach. Yeah, I, I don't want to put my son. Uh, I, I want to put my son over Jordan, but I don't know if my damn son can outplay Michael Jordan. You I think I think you're right. He was strategic in that. He ain't trying to have no battle with his son. He wanted the other dude to go. Yeah, but he also want his son to step the hell up, knowing that. Listen, you 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 did it at Jackson State. You're gonna have to up it up coming here. You got a bigger, you got a bigger, you're gonna have a bigger stage and a bigger spotlight coming your way. Well, that's not what what well, then you don't come out and say he's the starting quarterback then. If that's what you're trying to get him to do, then you don't come in and say he's starting quarterback. Yeah, you you say that in public, but in private, you, you have a different conversation for him. You See, say that's that in public, not- in private, you're gonna have a different conversation for him. I think he left Jackson. Strictly for his son. And that's the reason why. I think he he took his son to Jackson to play, to get the time that he need early on. Like now junior he's college. a junior, senior year yeah. to be ready. Because he, he could have went to wherever and he probably would have been on the bench a couple of years. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's well, a smart move. That's why when I say people talking about he sold out this and this, his first priority is his son. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I'm looking at it. I get I get all that, but it just it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like to me, you still have to have that. Like, I shouldn't be able to, as a player on that team, I shouldn't be able to look at you and your son and be like, he automatically got it, you know, gonna choose him over me. I understand that's how the dynamic go, but I shouldn't be able to see it and hear it. Well, 
the one thing I can respect out of it, and I'll be dealing with this with my son when he be playing sports. At least he telling you right off the flip the truth. So now, why waste a year? Like if you was that other kid, why waste a year? You already know. He bringing his son in to start. But it, but it's a difference when it's the quarterback because the quarterback is the leader of the team. He's the leader of the team. So if it's a starting corner or a starting left tackle, it don't that shit really don't mean nothing. But when you walk in and you you automatically say this is a starting quarterback of your team, that makes a statement. And you you support your son to the fullest. I get that. But if I'm on that team, I'm like. Yeah, I already see how this shit shit finna go. And, right. and, another, and another thing, and you know, I, I hate to sound like fucking a grumpy father or some shit, or, but I watch these videos, right, of you know him in Jackson State or whatever, and him at Colorado, and his son is right there everywhere he go, you know, right there beside him. And I get it, you his son, but damn, at some point you got to turn that off to me. Um, and be coach because it, uh, just just perception wise like as as a player you know it's like you're gonna automatically believe know that okay he can't do no wrong you know daddy ball at the highest level huh daddy ball at the highest level <laughs> daddy ball <laughs> that's what they call it yeah, yeah. you know as, as as a player, regardless of who the coach is, you you they they're gonna talk about that, but you have to earn the respect of the players when, when you're the coach's son. You're gonna get tested. Your your father has put a, a bullseye on your back. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you go when I was coaching my son, you mm-hmm. got a different kind of expectation, right? Because you know you putting him all the work on the field at home and all of that. Dion is pushing all his chips in on his son. Mm-hmm. That's what he all he did was say, son, I'm betting on you. Right. So right now, I'm pushing all the chips in. Be ready. Because they coming after you. The only way you're gonna get out of this is you gotta shine bright. All right, so let, let's look at it like this. I'm gonna go around the table. Jerry, what would you do if you had a son in the same situation? You had the ability that, that Dion had. Would you would you would you go that same route or would you just try to, you know, keep stay at Jackson State? No, no, no. You try to elevate yourself and your son's chances of making it to the league. So yeah, you, you go that route. But let me let me ask another question. But, if his son is can't perform, is mediocre, do you think he sticks with him? For a whole season or two, or does he bench his son and, and replace him? I think you don't have to bench him because he's gonna catch media attention. The answer to that question is who the backup. Right. The answer That's- to that question is if they don't have no top recruit behind him, mm-hmm. they in for the season. If they got a, a five-star recruit freshman, then you gotta start thinking. But if they don't have nobody behind them, he in for the season no matter what. And, and you have to look at the scenario if there's a local guy, a, 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 a high school phenom local guy there 
that that had the big write up, and then here Dion come with his son, and and, and you're going to have those newspaper and, and news channels and, and the media going in like you know we want to we want to see we want to see our guy play. You know he, he's going to have to his son's going to have to perform. You know what I'm saying? Dion can hype the hype the team up as much as he wants, but his son has to perform. And there's no way around that. What would you do yeah. in, that, in that scenario, Ryan? You, you you doing what Dion doing, or you doing something different? Doing doing what he's doing as far as what? Uh, so far as, as the plan of going from Jackson State or staying staying in Jackson State for your son to get to the NFL, or are you going to the to the PWI? Yeah, I mean, I don't have yeah, I don't have no problem with him doing what he's doing. I just my own thing. I wouldn't have like I wouldn't. Damn, I wouldn't have named. I wouldn't have named my son the starting quarterback in in the opening press conference. That's the only thing I wouldn't have done. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, or you even like, like I know, like I, I can, I believe in him, and I know how good he is, and I know that if I put him on, you know, put him in there with whoever's returning, that he's gonna, he gonna be that dog and take it. I'm just not gonna come out and just say he's your starting quarterback. I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's the one thing that he probably did that was a little. You put more pressure on your son by doing that. Oh, well, he getting it anyway. He coming with you. He playing in he playing in bigger stadiums, bigger media attention, and he has aspirations to go to the NFL. Start it now, so I can help you and, and um, walk you through this process. But he don't he don't have to put that on him right then and there. He can allow he can allow screen football to come along, and everybody will see like, damn, Shadur is that dude. Yep. You know, Listen, that, dude. that that's gonna come. But listen, start it, start it, because if, if you don't get him adjusted to it and he start cracking, you can't get him back. Because these are the things that they were saying about Dion. Oh, this dude fast, he don't tackle. You know what I'm saying? Look at everything he went through and, and how they painted him as such a negative light in the media. And here we are 20 years later and, and see dude is nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? We seeing dude is a stand-up guy, but... You know, he had video about must be the money. You know, he was all selfish. But D.I. been the A1 dude since day one. I think he – I think because Dion was like that, he trying to make his son adapt and hone it in just like he did. Yeah. Dion, yeah. Dion took it, honed it, and, and, and put it back out there and made it pop. Because you have to be – listen, you have to be physically tough and mentally tough. And, and that's not easy to have people talking about you when they don't know you, writing reports about you, you know, reporting on how 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 bad your game is. You know, we all are human. We all have good days and bad days. It's 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 a bad thing to be an athlete and you get home and you just exhausted and you down on yourself. You turn on TV and they got your ass on ESPN. Now I got a question. Go ahead. He did go from an all black to all well predominantly white school. Mm-hmm. Will his same tactics work? One, going to a white school and bringing all these brothers in here, and two, will he be able to reach the white players that he need? Well, he gonna have he's gonna have some some he's gonna have, they gonna have, it's gonna be a culture shock for the players because they're coming from a small they're coming from a smaller league. So those white kids that you have in Colorado, you gonna you gonna need them. They they gonna have to bridge the gap. 
they're gonna have to get along because like I, like I was saying in the other episode 23 there's a different classroom size going from a historical black college to a, a PW1 you're talking about 200 people in your class an auditorium that, that's well, a what I'm saying is Colorado gonna want white stars they want some white impact players on their team because it is Colorado <laughs> I mean, but they wouldn't hire Dion if that's what if that was the agenda. I mean, they they would have, you know, if that's what they wanted, they wouldn't have went after him. You know, at this point, they they are willing. They're so desperate. They are willing. They went to a historical black college and got a coach. That's that's the situation they're they're in. So they are willing to just say, listen, the way we've been trying it, it's not working. We're gonna have to switch this up. And, and he said, listen, in order for me to take this, this is what I'm going to have to do. They, they agreed on it. But those players that, he, that, he, that he's going to bring in and that he's going to recruit, they're going to have a culture shock. And, and he's going to have to be, be the catalyst to, to help lead the way and make sure he has the right young men there and that they're both athletic and academically inclined. Because you just can't ball out there and, and not put those grades in, in, into effect and, and, and think you're going to be able to play. Because they would sniff that out and have that on. You know, write that up on the papers on you. Yeah, I think we gotta wait and you gotta wait and see just how many people are coming from Jackson State too. I mean, we know we know of you know two or three right now. His both his sons and what the Travis Hunter is he coming too, right? First of all, it's just not no walk through no door. You have to get accepted. You have to be academically inclined. You know, and not to say that the kids from Jackson State are. Or not. I'm I'm just putting it out there. You know, it's just not like walking in no door or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, we gotta wait and see how many he actually bring. I mean, because it's not it's not as simple as bringing his players from Jackson Jackson State to Colorado and fact. all of a sudden turning around. That's a fact. He has to recruit and he has to recruit well. He gotta recruit California. Yep. Like it, it can't just be, you know. Texas or or Mississippi. You know, Mississippi. He gonna Oregon. have to he gonna have to get those some of them cast in Oregon. Um Oregon be getting out of California. Oregon, um, no, nah, I ain't going to Nebraska. Yeah, you need some <laughs> You can you can get them you can get them in Cali. That's where that's where uh, Cali and um Hawaii get get you a couple big Samoans, you'll be all right. Um but as far as his message, like I that was that was like one of my questions I think that I had previous in our previous podcast. Mm-hmm. His message and how will it ta- how will it go over with white white players? And I after watching some videos, it's like all he's saying is we're gonna work hard. You know, you know you're gonna have discipline. You're gonna work. We're gonna work hard, and we're gonna try to get you to the league. You know, ultimately, that's what his message is. Now, you know, if he talk about Louie and there's some rappers in, in the in 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 the uh, locker room sometimes, you know, that is what it is. But I think his ultimate message is, you know, it goes over well with anybody. Discipline. Uh, play smart. Play smart. Be tough. You know, be a dog and and you know and, and win ball games and then eventually you go on to the next level. So. Yeah. That's just that's just regular football jargon, you know. Right. Well, question is, 
Or will y'all be tuning in to more Colorado games now that he died? No, no. doubt. I, I will. will. I didn't watch. I didn't watch him in Jackson State, so yeah, I watched him. I'm definitely gonna watch him in Colorado. I'm definitely a fan. I'm definitely a supporter. You know, I, I never watched Jackson State until he got there. So I definitely be supporting and pulling for him and Shador and his and, and his other son and stuff. You know, they got my blessings. You know. They got my blessings, but I, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna get my viewership right away though. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be on it. <laughs> well, folks, this is our episode twenty four. You know what I'm saying? Like, subscribe, comment, tell a friend, share. This is Pie Deep. Remember, with great powers come great responsibilities. High deep, episode 24. All right. Peace. Peace. Not enough. Peace.